Welcome to another episode of the Tabletop Trio Podcast. It's been a while. A little rusty. Uh, so I forget what buttons I need to press and all that fun stuff. But uh, it has been a while. I'm Bob. I'm Joe. And uh, we've got a good one for you. We uh, we can explain why it's been a while. It's, it's so many things. There have been so many things. And every time we're like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this. Oh, yeah, we can't. Oh, yeah, we're going to. Oh. Oh, yeah, we're going to. Oh. Every every time. It was every time. <laughs> it was. It was literally, we took a week off. Yeah. The next week, I don't remember if we did a show. Nope. Because we had the PAX recap. Yep. We took That's the, the next, last thing we did. Yeah. Yeah. Because we took the next week off. Right. Then it was the holidays. Yep. And then we were going to do a show between Christmas and New Year's. Yep. And then I got COVID. Yep. <laughs> And then the day before I was supposed to leave for Vegas, I uncoveted. I can. You literally got better out of spite, <laughs> pure anger, really. Because you know, you you and I were talking, and I'm like, "Oh, hey, are we going to do the show?" And you're like, "I don't know. I think I have COVID." And I'm like, "Oh, you, you think you have COVID?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think. I don't know." <laughs> Ten minutes later, you send me a picture of the test, and I'm like. There it is. Yeah, that, that's a COVID. And, and then then we're chatting. You're like, shit, I have CES next week. Yeah. So we missed that, that week. And mm. now we're here. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's been, what, five, six weeks? Yeah. Almost a month. More than a month. More than a month. <laughs> uh, not by choice. It, it was not by choice. No, definitely not. Uh, and we, we have a whole backlog of, like, stuff we wanted to talk about, want to yeah. do. Want like to stream from PAX? Yes. <laughs> yeah, we're still talking about shit from PAX, and that was the first week of December, or not even the first day of December. Yeah, the first day of December. We we still have stuff to talk about, um, but we're gonna have that. Uh, should we get into the first big news of twenty twenty four? Yeah, we could we could hop in with the the big the big news. We're going. Back to Boston. Back to Boston. This, I cannot wait. I'm so excited. Uh, we we have been named the official co-podcast of the Boston Sauce Party, which is a fantastic name for an event, by it the way. It really is. Um, it's going to be us alongside uh, our friends at the Full Slice Podcast. Yeah. We're going to be the official podcasts of the show. Yeah. And uh, we had a ton of fun last year. Mm-hmm. We kind of uh, accidentally are weighed into being the official <laughs> podcast for the second day. I don't know. Um, Good old Sally Manilli. Yeah. Striking the show. Had our back, apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we're, we're going to be going up to Boston. That's going to be at the end of April. So we yeah. have a little bit of time, uh, but we're working on some really cool stuff that I think you guys are going to dig, and it, it's going to be a blast. I'm so excited for the hot sauce, but then also where it is. Yes. <laughs> it is going to be at Harpoon Brewery, uh, which Harpoon... Makes is, my favorite beer. They the UFO <laughs> white is so good, so good, and it's going to be on like on the premises at which is Harpoon. Dangerous more than anything else. Yeah, it the brewery is right there. They have a whole event space. I took a look at it on like Google Maps. 
it's right at the ocean. Yeah, it's going to be. Like, it's there on a pier in, like, the industrial part of Boston. Yeah. I cannot wait. It's fantastic. Uh, but we'll be going up there. I'm sure they're going to have some sort of, like, you know, pre-show party like they did last year. Yeah, from what I was told. Hopefully they don't turn the heat off. <laughs> from, from what I was told, even at the... That the house that we are attempting to to get is gonna be some craziness. So yeah, uh, be on the lookout for that because we content. are bringing everything. <laughs> I am mug shots. I am bringing everything I have, and we're. I think we're gonna go a little crazy. Joe wants to cook steak with a flamethrower again. Yes. So we'll just we'll, we'll just we'll leave put it there. that one there. <laughs> stick a stick a knife in that stick. one. Um, it's gonna be good. So so ready for that. I cannot wait. I had such a great time last year. Yeah. It doing was, it. The whole thing was fun. Everybody's always so nice, which is always makes you want to go more because yes. you just want to go talk to everyone again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's so good. Yeah. That and, is, you know, we, we always joke around, oh, it's like a family. It's like, but it's, it is. Yeah. And we bring it up every time because everyone is so genuinely nice and supportive. Like seeing all the different hot sauce vendors like and comment other hot sauce vendors like Instagrams and social medias and all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah. They're competing against each other, but they're also trying to make each other better by doing it. Yeah. And they're all friends. Yeah. There's yeah. And if you're, you're not the one to burn bridges or anything like that. And if you do, eh, you may not be a part of it anymore. (laughs) You know what I mean? But it's just, it's so cool to do. So I, I cannot wait for that. Uh, last weekend in April, I think it's the 28th and 29th, I believe. I think so. Uh, I forget what it is off the top of my head, but those two days going to be up in Boston. Can not wait. <laughs> I am so ready. Um, but yeah, so we should probably uh, go into one of the other reasons we already mentioned why we didn't have a show the last couple of weeks. Uh, but uh, you uh, you went on a little trip. I did. I went on an adventure. Um I was able to get to CES for the first time, which is, I believe, stands for Consumer Electronic Show or Computer Electronic Show. I'm not sure which one the C stands for. Consumer. I think it's consumer. Um, this year um, was all about clear shit. Um, they had uh, clear, like, uh, transparent TVs everywhere, glass TVs, um, which sucks for what you're looking at um through media so in person it looks phenomenal Mm -hmm. looks just like a tv the colors are clear everything looks nice there's no washed out anything it just looks like a tv that at some point the image moves and then you could just see through it that's wild yeah it was very wild uh when you are taking pictures of it. So, like, I have photos of, like, when I was taking pictures. They look kind of washed out. They look a little meh. Almost, like, dim. Yeah, or, like, the colors aren't really there. Like, the reds are, like, washed out. Like, it's... And I guess it's just camera phone trying to make sense of what's happening. Um, Mm. So, I have photos um, of pretty much everything that I was... um, doing or watching that I thought was interesting. Um, but that was like the big one. Uh, and there are way more electric cars than I thought would be at a electronic show. Really? <laughs> they had a whole wing. 
Wow. Just for, and it wasn't just cars. They had um, excavators. I think it was Hyundai. Had an excavator that looked like a drone. So it had no pilot seat. It had four like tank treads. It kind of looked like it belonged in Halo. Uh, oh, that's wild. But it was an excavator. Yeah. And then right next to that was John Deere. And I'm like, well, you guys look boring as fuck after that. Like, mm-hmm. that's the future. You look exactly yeah. the same. I, I so. saw someone compared John Deere is basically the Apple of farm equipment. Yeah. Where you can't, like, repair your own stuff. You have to send it directly <laughs> to them. Like, they have their own proprietary shit. Like yeah. That everyone loves hacking. Yeah, it's great. Pretty much. So, yeah, CES was wild. Uh, Vegas was wild. I have never been, and part of me is just like, I don't even know if I want to go. I don't. There is so much to do um, that even if you don't like hanging out with a lot of people and like like the extroverty things, <laughs> hi, me. there are still <laughs> so many things to do. Really? Yeah, they had. There's plays. There's shows. Um, I was this close to getting tickets uh, to BattleBots. Because BattleBots films in Vegas, they have their own studio. Oh, my God. And it God. turns out they film nightly. But the nights I was there, they were already sold out. Oh. Um, I didn't know it or else I would have tried to book ahead of time. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Um, <laughs> I just didn't know. I I thought it was always like California is where they film everything. I didn't yeah, know it was it's... just, nope, BattleBots, Vegas. It's just there. Huh. So uh, that was there. I know the MC's from New Jersey. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um. So it was just, there's a lot. Um, I had a crazy experience because the guy that I was with um, spared no expense to make me feel at home. So I got picked up in a limo uh, at the airport, which was, I, I sent him a picture inside the limo. It was like a, not a stretch limo, but it was like a full size. And... um I set up a picture while I was inside the limo. I'm like, you know, I'm a cheaper date than this, right? Like a, <laughs> an Uber would have done it. <laughs> Don't expect me to put out at the end of this. <laughs> he, he started laughing, but like, I, I was like, I, this is, this is crazy. And then, uh, we stayed at the cosmopolitan, which is a very nice hotel. Um, we had like a penthouse. So I got my own two bedroom room. Then there was a living room. Then there was a foyer. And then there was a master bedroom. Oh my god! It was three baths. <laughs> Holy hell! Yeah, it was wild. Um, but what the, what was cool about the Cosmopolitan is there's like a, f- I think there's a few. I drank a lot, so bear with me. Um, but I think there were a few. Uh, <laughs> I swear you just said pimp house. <laughs> yeah, close enough. Uh, <laughs> so. In the Cosmopolitan, we were walking around. This was like two in the morning. We had dinner. We were drinking. We were at a club. Uh, we left. We go back. I thought we were going back to the hotel room. So we walked past uh, a barbecue chicken place and a like a Chinese food, like food court kind of thing. And then there was an exit sign. So we're, we're walking through uh, a little like group. So I was like. He'll get there. <laughs> jo- Joe's cat is struggling to get on top of the cat. He's, he's working on it. <laughs> so it's a work in progress. So we're walking and we, we just walk through like a table of people and then to an exit door. And I'm like, is this like a secret exit to get to like the 
the hotel room or like the elevators or something that I'm just not aware of. Opens up the door. Uh, fucking tequila speakeasy. Maybe, maybe a 10 by 10. Jeez. Yeah. It was crazy. They just had tequila and mezcal. That's it. No beer. That's wild. No beer, no gin, no whiskey, no nothing. Some people were going in there and they were asking for like other alcohol and the bartenders were like, we are a tequila bar. We have tequila (laughs) Tequila. and mezcal. That's it. I found out what mezcal is. (laughs) Yeah, what is mezcal? Because I've heard of it, but I've never... Mezcal is tequila from not tequila. From like not the location. Kind of like how... Kind of like champagne champagne versus sparkling wine. Yeah, the same, same thing. So, um, we were drinking that, um, and then there was a, a place called Secret Pizza, and there's just, like, a random hallway, and if you follow the end of the hallway, you get a, a pinball machine, and then again, like, another 10 by 10 room where you can just order pizza, and there's no That's signage. Dope. Yeah, there's no signage, there's no whatever, there's, like, these little hidden things in the hotel. Huh. So, that was kind of fun. That's really cool. Um... But yeah, Vegas was wild. CES was wild. It was so goddamn big. Like, we walked the first day and the second day. And then we still couldn't find some of, like, what we were looking for. Like, a couple of the companies. I'm like, what is going on? Why can't I find, like, a couple of the bigger companies I've been looking for? And then I look at the map. And I'm like, holy shit. We missed an entire wing. Damn. So the Vegas Convention Center is the entire block long. Like, uh, if if you're comparing it to, like, New York, like, the long blocks, not the mm-hmm. short blocks. Wow. So we walked 19,000 steps for three days Jeez. and didn't see the same thing. Wow. And that that's... Holy crap. <laughs> Huge. Huge. And then when we thought we got Damn. everywhere, there were multiple stories. They, they had two stories available with like uh, extra rooms and stuff. So it was, um, it was crazy. Also, uh, Purple Prince. Yeah, I had um, a smoky mezcal as well that was made with corn. Um, and it was strong. <laughs> It was very strong. Mezcal, for the most... How many did I try? Six? Seven? Um, I'd say three of them were too strong. Two of them were okay. And the rest of them were just like, yeah, they're all right. There's nothing I would buy again. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of them that I... One of them I actually liked. One of them I was like, okay, I would, I would drink that again. That's smooth. Yeah. Um, but, you yeah, know, we were eating... He bought me to all these uh, restaurants and stuff, um, like through the Cosmopolitan, which was crazy. Uh, we went to Fountain Blue just to see what it was about because that's like the newest hotel uh, in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Uh, very pretty. Um, I was looking at the tech specs. <laughs> of um, course you were. There were so many goddamn cameras. Um, but the thing that threw me off that I think you would also appreciate is they ha- are playing music throughout the entire I guess it's two stories. Uh, it's like an arched. Um, but it's not like mall music where you just hear like the high end. Yeah, and like Muzak. Like. Yeah, you hear 
the lows, but it's not overpowering. And I huh. have no idea where it's coming from because it's so uniformly there. Yeah. I was like, okay. It's just like an ambient sound. Yeah. So like you could feel it just a teeny bit and you could hear it everywhere. That's wild. And I'm like looking and I'm like, there is a speaker like every 25 feet <laughs> pointing in a direction. Imagine all the wiring that has to go into oh my that. Because was... you know they're not going to have wireless like no. with a place like that. No. They Holy did have hell. Wi-Fi. And I, that was another thing that I thought about where I was just like, how many, how many things do they have? <laughs> um, and, that, uh, that's the part where like both of our jobs suck. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. you're like, I know enough about this to be like, holy hell, that's a lot. How yeah. much is there? And then you start thinking about that instead of what you're actually there for. Oh, yeah. No, I, I walked into one of the elevators, and the, the elevators in the Cosmopolitan have two two yeah two TVs, basically like both long ways, and they have art. So it's constantly displaying like book bookshelves with like books disappearing and coming back and stuff like that because the lobby columns are also... Um, like giant monitors. So it's like an art display mm-hmm. thing, kind of. So I got into one of the elevators and I turn around and I can never turn my freaking work brain off. And I'm like, they, this uh, elevator, I guess, has maintenance or had maintenance uh, like relatively recently. And the other guy I'm with is also the IT guy from my job. It was, he's from the California side. I'm from the Jersey side. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we're meeting ever. Um, <laughs> And he goes, what do you mean? And I was like, the activate windows uh, is on the monitor. And he turns around and he goes, you just can't turn your work brain off, can you? <laughs> and I was like, I really can't. I look nope. at I look at this everywhere. And he started laughing. So I have a photo. I have a couple photos of the elevator with the activate windows. That's amazing. I just started laughing. Um, and then I found, I went into, throughout the days, I went through the rest of the elevators. Two of them had activate window signs. <laughs> um so that was just like a funny, that's uh, so good, a funny thing that happened. Um, I do have an update because uh, I was on several flights, which I guess Chicago hates me. I'm just not allowed to go to Chicago. <laughs> so, oh, I was supposed to go from Jersey to Chicago to Vegas on Tuesday. And then on Friday coming back, it was Vegas, Chicago, Jersey. On Tuesday, uh, Chicago decided... We would storm real bad. All flights diverted. So I ended up going from Jersey to, um, where the fuck did I go? Dallas. No, not Dallas. Denver. Uh, and then from Denver to Vegas. So I, I, I didn't see Chicago on Tuesday. Okay. And then on Friday, before I even could wake up, all of my flights were changed because it dumped like three feet of snow in Chicago. So I ended up going... Vegas, St. Louis, St. Louis, New Jersey. St. Louis was just as bad. I haven't been on a lot of flights, but those flights were sketchy landing. Here and and New Jersey Mm -hmm. on Friday, because we had all the rain and everything on Friday. Not fun to land in. I landed at like 1 a.m. So it was like right peak wind. Like the peak of everything. So in St. Louis, we like just put the tires down. Like, just put the tires down and a gust of wind smacked the plane <laughs> to the point where we all went nah, nah. <laughs> and like everyone grabbed their seats someone yelled because of course someone's always got to yell <laughs> uh 
Um, Were there clappers? No, no, we didn't do clapping. Good. Uh, Fuck and then clappers. in Newark, we touched down and hydroplaned. Oh. Yeah. Not fun. Especially when you're going, you know, no, 100 it, miles an hour. It was more know? than 100. Way more than 100. Because <laughs> he, he hit it. We landed. And I'm like, we're good. And then he stepped on the brakes. And then nothing kind of happened. And then he stepped on the brakes. And we were all like, Because <laughs> we were like all about to go forward. Mm-hmm. Um, Threw the engine in reverse. <laughs> yeah. Again, that one, every, we had yellers. We had whatever. Um yeah, the Tokyo Drift music. It was, that was, those were two not fun uh, flights. Um, but on the upside, <laughs> I bought my heavies. Mm-hmm. I started listening to music on Tuesday at four in the morning because I got there way too early because I'm used to international flights. Yeah. <laughs> so I started at four in the morning listening to music. I... Listened the entire time. Never turned them off. Uh, landed in Vegas at four. So I guess it's about 12 hours. Uh, and still had 40 or 50% of the battery left. Jeez. And I had noise canceling on the whole time. Damn. Which I will give an update. If anybody is interested in these, the noise canceling worked fantastic. Okay. I didn't know that the plane was that loud until I... They went to like make an announcement or like someone if you want like you know soda or something. So I like took it off. I was like, ah, Jesus Christ, it's loud out here. (laughs) (laughs) Now, are you a window open or window closed person? Open. Yeah, I want to. I want to look out. When I went to Denver last summer, I was peer pressured into closing my window. By who? The entire plane. What? The entire plane, for the most part, especially around me, had their windows closed. Why? Why? And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I got a window seat. I'm looking out the damn window. Right. Yeah. So the entire time I'm like, I'm switching between my phone, yeah. like my Nintendo Switch, reading a book, or just staring out the window. And it was the coolest part. Yeah. Because I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, is that a racetrack? <gasps> racetrack. Like, like, you know what I mean? It's just... It is what it is. Or the one thing I was doing, because my flight, it was, you know, you did the flight. Mm-hmm. It was Philly to Denver. Really not that long. What, no. like three, four hours? If something like that. that. I mean, if that. was like two and a half. Yeah. So, I mean, it really wasn't bad. Um, so, I'm sitting there. I'm on my phone on Google Maps watching where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like... This is super cool. What's around here? And I, I like looking out the window, but I like taking pictures of like, you know, if there's anything interesting going over there, mm-hmm. whatever. So if I get a window seat, I'm 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 looking out the window. Oh yeah. Um I also bought my Steam Deck, uh, which was great because I was just playing Gran Turismo. Uh That's so good. I know. I buy a Steam Deck and then the only thing I use it for is emulating PlayStation 2. Uh even though there's <laughs> like a million um Purple Prince. Oh God! Really? Can't have them open for. Uh, really? I didn't. I didn't have that issue when we were going. Um, we did Jersey to London, London to Germany, Germany to Poland, hmm. and uh, we didn't have to do anything about the windows. They didn't. They didn't care. Wow. Because I had a window seat the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I I've never flown international. Well, I've flown internationally to Mexico. Mm. 
So, like, technically I flew internationally, but not, like... Yeah, it counts. It was, like, international light. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> yeah, like, did, going here to Canada. Yeah. Um, But, so, I've never experienced one of those, like, marathon flights. Mm. I feel like I would go crazy if they wouldn't let me... Look out the window. Look out the window. Even though, yeah, we're staring at water the whole time. Well, it really depends on the day, because most of the time you just see clouds. Yeah, that's true. Even like, you, don't, you don't get anything down there. It's just either you're you are in the cloud or above the cloud. Well, one of the one of the cool parts um, from flying to Denver was we're looking out the window and we're getting closer to Denver and we're flying over the Midwest and you can actually see it was closer to Denver, but we actually saw the scars of a tornado. Really? Like you could watch it was like perfect farmland, everything like that, and then it was just like dug up, thrown around, churned ground, and you could actually watch it, like, mm. snake across. Like, there was, like, debris and shit. There was, like, a blown-up, like, farm and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, this is wild. <laughs> like, it was one of those <laughs> things where, like, you felt bad, but at the same time, it was so cool to see the actual track that, you know, the tornado took. It, well, it was pretty sense, neat. Yeah. It, it, was, it was just cool. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, I'm looking at him like, oh, okay, we're over, we're here near here, we flew over this way. Hmm. This is the furthest west I've ever been. <laughs> That's what I said when I was in Vegas. It was like, they were like, oh, is this your first time in Vegas? Or uh, your, your first time here? I'm like, this is my first time on the west coast. Yeah. Like, pe- period. This yeah. is... First time fir- west ever. They were, they were like, how far were you be- before this? And I was like, Pittsburgh. <laughs> 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 That's it. <laughs> well, before for me, it was either depending on where we were, if Cancun or Michigan was further west. Because, <laughs> like, I've been to outside of Detroit or Cancun, and I think they're kind of in a line. Yeah, that's about a line. <laughs> so I'm just like, that's how far west I've been? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about it. But now Denver's the furthest west. Yeah, the Denver airport is a, a wild... You have to take a train to get from the main area to any terminal. So it's so cool. I think the thing that threw me off the most at Denver is the flight people who like, you know, have the things to like go like I had a guy who was about six one thin cowboy hat. Cowboy boots. That tracks. Just announcing what plane we're gonna be on. I, I couldn't keep it together. I'm not used whitest guy ever. I just wasn't I wasn't prepared. I'm like, you guys don't have these jobs. I'm so confused. Yeah, where wait. am I? <laughs> Yeehaw. And then I if, um someone was telling me who like travels a lot that apparently there's like a huge conspiracy theory. There is a massive the confir- conspiracy theory about the Denver airport. Yeah, and, and, it and it's being, the dumbest fucking thing. And it being like a Nazi it's like it changes from conspiracy theory to conspiracy theory. It's like Nazi or Illuminati or like, you know, secret society, lizard people, like all this other stuff <laughs> to the point where I started getting those on like my Facebook reels. Oh, no. And there was one about it, pr- using the Denver airport to prove that the earth is flat. <laughs> Okay, that's too far. <laughs> because there's a sculpture in the Denver airport that shows, like, the compass rose, but it's, like, 
warped and bent and like in one of the terminals and the person's like well you see this represents the ice wall and then over here you see north but north is actually pointing west which means that the earth is actually flat and i'm like oh that's a that's a reach i'm like i don't want to be on the side of the internet but i do because this is insane (laughs) (laughs) it was wild to watch that and i'm like i've been to the airport like it's it's the airport yeah you get on a plane, you go somewhere. It's, I think the most interesting thing about that airport is how chill the airport is. They have, because I was there for, because my flights got all messed up. I was there for three hours just chilling. And I, I ended up going in to the same um, gate that I had to leave from. So I didn't even have to move, <laughs> which was, I think, arguably worse. If I'm going to be here for three hours, at least let me get lost going from a gate to a gate. Yep. Uh, but nope, I just get out, sit in the seat, wait three hours, get back on. So they had emotional support pets in strollers just wandering around so that people who were sitting around for a while could just pet a dog. Mm-hmm. It's the best. There was, and, and it wasn't like one or two of them. There were like eight. So like, it's probably like every 15 minutes, just a random dog strolled by. It was just like, hi, hi, you, me. you, hey, <laughs> so, <laughs> pay attention to me. <laughs> um, so that was fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there's a lot of pots and pans in Denver. <laughs> Very strong uh, cast iron pots. Yeah. Yeah. But it was uh, it was wild. St. Louis, uh, the the hobby nerd in me uh, was laughing at St. Louis because all of the murals on the wall um, were words that had STL in it. Um, but three D print files are STLs, mm-hmm. so I just kept turning the corners and giggling as I saw signs for St. Louis and and just like the words, but like. In big red, instead of everything else being white, was STL. And I'm like, man, they really like 3D printers out here. <laughs> That's like the ultimate like in joke with 3D printing. That's like, oh, what what did you print? The St. Louis uh, Airport's yeah. call tag STL. Yeah, uh, it was just... it's an STL STL. It was uh, it was fun overall though. I did um, one of the booths I got to go to was uh, these guys, Audio Technica. And, um, I love their stuff. I love their headphones so I have, much. I have the headphones. I have a record player from them. They were showing off record players and headphones. I think that'll be my uh, my moving gift to myself is a new record player. It's And it's going to have to be Audio Technica. It's so worth it. I have the Automatica, and it is just... it's There's something simple about hitting the play button, and then it just... Mm, 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 and then plays, and then just goes back home. I don't have to do anything. Cause, That's like, so good. I'm not a DJ. Mm-hmm. I don't need. <laughs> I am, but I don't know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not going to be like mixing and shit or yeah. like changing tracks. If I'm putting it, if I bought the record, I like it enough to just listen to the record. So I'm just going to hit the play button and then yeah. and then listen and then that's that. Plus, it has Bluetooth, just in case you need it. That's pretty great. Um, but they were there. They were demoing uh, headphones. They had like just a wall of their headphones, and they had like the old Maxwell chair like the one where like your arms are like up here uh and like you know they did like the bow tie like blown backwards so they had like four of those chairs where you just grab a pair of headphones um plug it in to like the side of the chair 
And then you could just sit and listen to a song or two or however many Ten. songs I was there for. Because you're hungover uh, and you just want to relax. Because I grabbed a $2,000 pair of headphones. <laughs> uh, my work friend were like, are these good? And I was like, yeah. They're like, how do you know? And I'm like, well, I have these. And he's like, those are only like $130. And I was like, right. And then I lean over and grab the $2,000 pair <laughs> with like real mahogany shells. <laughs> Add a zero to the end. Yeah. I was like, mine are okay. And double it. These are going to be perfect. So I, I, I put them on and I was just sitting in the chair. And at some point I just lost track of when I was um, because I was just listening and they were great. Um, and then I, I put them away and, and then I looked over and there was like a $1,500 pair, but they were open back. And I was like, God, I mean, I got to test you. Right? So I grabbed that pair, but I'm sure it would have sounded better if I wasn't in a convention center with yeah. everyone around you yelling because they were open. They were completely open. Yeah. Um, so those, not a great experience at CES, but they still sounded good. It's just, mm -hmm. I also heard everything else. Well, especially with the open back too. Right. Open so. back. And you're also going to get a lot of like sound bleed coming out of the headphones too yeah, with which, open backs. Yeah. Which I didn't care about because all of our jocks at work have open back headphones. So like you'll walk in and they have the board cranked. Yeah. And well, with my closed back ones, you're like, mm -hmm. I'll plug them in. And the second I plug them in, it's like I'm listening to a speaker. <laughs> like they're sometimes they're actually louder than the the studio monitors we have. I, I think, and I'm like, holy hell, you people are deaf. I think the reason I might be leaning towards an open back for like the next time, like if I have to replace these, is strictly because the heat. Yeah, the open backs are open. I get airflow. Yeah, that's true. So that that might be the only benefit I could see from like DJs and stuff of. If you got these on for like four hours a day, five hours a day, you want to have that airflow so you're not like yeah, building it, heat. I would say if I'm on, if I'm on full time, then yeah, I'd probably wind up doing open back. But for my, you know, short four plus hour shift, sometimes I'll just forget to wear headphones anyway. So I'll just be talking, <laughs> hey, I'm here on the radio station. Oh yeah, my headphone. Eh, whatever. Eh. Let's, let's go to traffic. Here's Pete. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, um, overall, CS was wild. If you ever get a chance to go uh, and you like that kind of stuff, go. Um, just be prepared to walk yeah. a lot. Um, so media credentials next year. Uh, I was in with uh, MSI this year. I mean, they didn't know that, but. <laughs> so what you're saying is we get back with MSI. Right. <laughs> and we get sponsored by them. Who did I want to get sponsored by? I was talking to a couple companies. All of them. Um, they had a VR rig. Well, they had a couple. Um, and uh, Stern ended up being there. They had pinball machines out, which was awesome. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I was playing pinball there. Um, our, all of our things collide. Yeah, they were just there. Um, there is, uh, there was a, a guy, they had a simulator. I don't think it was, that wasn't their thing. Like, they didn't make any part of the simulator they were selling like aluminum car uh like body shells for like battery like i guess for ev batteries but they had a display i guess to get people into the booth which was i'm gonna say at least 10 feet tall just these fucking 
pipe legs, like just <laughs> up there. And it was a simulator for three people. One person drives, two other passengers. That's wild. And I wanted to hop on the line because they were doing like a monster truck simulator or something. And the angles that that fucking thing was going <laughs> were like... Like a full, oh, that's like, so cool. I, I, It was probably, I'm assuming that that is meant for roller coasters because it was like the triple monitors mm-hmm. um, and it's for three people. So I'm assuming it was like a, a more for like roller coaster type simulator for you to really get that like extreme. I mean, monster trucks get like that too. Yeah, it's true. Um, as noted. Um, <laughs> but the line was like 80 people deep. Oh. And not like 80 people where like each there are groups of 380. It was like 80 and each person had three people with them. So yeah, like, no, it would have been like, I think they said there was like a four hour wait. And I'm like, mm, no, not wasting my time um, waiting in that. They did. However, had uh, another thing that I was looking for. Um, let me see if I can pull up the name real quick. Cause I forgot it. Um, it was, I was able to demo it. Uh, it's like a, it's a VR um, body suit. Oh, like a haptic kind of thing? Yeah. And uh, I think it was called B-Haptic. Uh, yep, B-Haptics. So uh, I got to test the B-Haptics X40, uh, which is a, a body suit that has 40 haptic sensors around the suit. And then it had... I didn't even realize it at the time because I've, I've been following these guys for years. I just never bought one because I was never able to test it, and I'm not... That's one of those things where you have to test it. Oh, 100%. Because if you don't like the experience of the haptics, you just spent $500 on something you're never going to use, Yeah, and you're not going to sell that no. for $500 to no. someone else. So you just lose. So they had a demos out there. Uh, what I didn't realize is that the company has grown a little bit since the last I followed them. And they had it for the Quest headset uh, where you're, like, around your eyes actually goes onto uh, your headset as well. And then there are haptics in the headset. And then they gave me gloves that go on my wrist. Um, they said they actually have gloves. They, they just came out with gloves that have a fingertip. But those are, you could buy them right now, but there's nothing made for them yet. So they were like, just don't, because... Yeah. If you're a developer Technology's by Technology's not ready yet. Yeah. So it was really, I like that they're doing that on their website. They're like, hey, if you're a developer, buy this. If you are a user, it, you can, but you're not going to play Yeah, you're not going to be able to do anything and with it yet. I like that they were very open about that instead mm-hmm. of just like, yeah, buy it. There's only one thing that is made for it right now, and it's a demo. But eh. um, So I was able to test some arcade game. Um, like a, a, an arcade shooting game where you just kind of like walk forward, but like there's enemies shooting everywhere. It's a, it's a simple game. Um, but holy shit, the difference of experience. Really? It, so the biggest thing with VR, I think is when I'm playing a game, like a shooter or something like that, you really have to rely on your headset to figure out if, something is behind you or on the left or right of you, if you can't immediately see it, you have to rely on your hearing. And that is like part of the experience, I guess. 
um, with the haptics, I got shot in the back and my back vibrated. I knew exactly where I got shot from. If I was playing that game without the haptics on, it'll do like the thing where it like lights up the bottom of the screen or whatever. So like you could, okay, the lights blinking that way. I have to turn around. Yeah. Um, and that kind of just doesn't like it, it works in VR, but not like it does in like PC gaming where like yeah. you can just spin the mouse around and then spin it back. Yeah, it's again. like, who? What? Yeah. There's, there's no 360 no scopes in, <laughs> in VR because you'll get dizzy and fall. Um, <laughs> Trip over a you know a, a a fan or something. Uh, Purple Prince. No, these are not the body suits for like camera tracking. These are um, haptic. So uh, I was playing the game. I was getting shot at. I was pretty good at avoiding it. But if I got shot somewhere, it would vibrate where I got shot. And because there were so many sensors, it's not like my whole body vibrated or like my whole left side vibrated. It'd be like I got shot in the stomach. So like two sensors would vibrate. Oh, that's cool. Because it was my stomach. And then I didn't realize it until like halfway through the demo, which was about, it was probably five or six minutes in. Um, something shot me in the face and my face vibrated. <laughs> and I was like, that fuck. <laughs> I don't remember the quest having a vibrate motor and I was correct. It doesn't. They have it. That's um, wild. And like the, the wrist when I, I was would have shooting. So, I don't like my face being touched. <laughs> so that would have been, that would have been an immediate, nope, I'm done. I'm out. No it was, more. It was it was interesting. the 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 wrist. I didn't think the wrists would be. Um, I didn't think the wrists would help as much as they did because mm-hmm. I'm shooting. So like you know, every time you pull the trigger, my wrist would vibrate just enough for me to feel like I was doing something. That's cool. um, that is so cool. So like if I w- I had like a shield thing, so if I was like moving my arm or something to do something, it would get hit and it would vibrate. Um, you know, stuff like that. It was really cool. The company apparently does uh, leg ones now. Like, you put them on the top of your feet. So if you're playing, like, soccer and, like, motion sports like that, when you go to kick a ball, your foot will vibrate. That's um, cool. Which is cool. Um, so it was like a... I'm glad I was able to test that. That was, like, one of those things where it's like, I've been hearing about this company f- for a while. Yeah. But, like, you can't go to a store and try it. They don't have a store. Yeah, it's not like you can just, like, walk over to your local micro center and be like, hey, I want to try this. Right. So it it was really cool that they had that. Um, What were the other really cool things that were, like, coming soon? I said I wasn't going to kickstart anything anymore. And then... And then you lied. And then this company came out with a boombox. It's about yay big. Got a speaker here, speaker here, and then it's clear. And it looks like just a plastic case. And I was like... Yeah, it's pretty basic. And then he he synced his phone to Spotify and started playing a song. And then the lyrics started displaying on the clear part of the, the round speaker thing because it's a display. It'll it'll That's do the wild. it'll do like the 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 visualizations of the yeah. music playing except you could see right through it. And they're like, we're launching on Kickstarter this month. And I was like, fuck. God damn it, I need yeah, it. I'll be on there. And then um, <laughs> right behind them, they had these monitors that you'd probably be a fan of. Um, so they are 27-inch monitors. Uh, but through the use of uh, fucking magic, uh, when you lean in, 
because it's like a booth kind of like display. So you would, if you were at your desk, you'd have the monitor like pulled like way up. Uh, when you lean in, it is a 120 inch curved display. So, oh, it's basically like VR without the headset on. So like the, the forward VR. And it does it do like face tracking and nope doesn't do anything. It's just you lean in and it's a big. So what they were using it for was uh, they were like you could play VR games that if you don't have VR you could just play VR games wow. uh, like open. You just yeah. have to be be forward, but whatever. Um, you could use it for movies, obviously, because it's a hundred and twenty inch display. Um, and then the biggest thing is for people who are either working from home or people who do work uh, and want a huge monitor but don't have the space for a huge monitor, you take a 27-inch monitor, and now you have a 120-inch monitor in, in the same form factor. So that was cool. I took a picture wow. of that. Um, yeah, that was that was pretty interesting. Um, I'm trying to think of our view was fantastic, so that was always nice. I saw the only like bit of social media and I didn't see a whole lot this year of social media from there Mm -hmm. probably because I wasn't looking things up or anything like that um was one of the brands it wasn't it might have been Sony not uh no not Sony I forget what brand it was but they they came out with uh picture frame speakers similar to that with that one that you got Mm -hmm. from Ikea yeah but it's literally a picture frame hmm and it's the size of a picture frame and you put them up and they sync together with whatever the brand is uh, with like the woofer or like the sound bar that you get on your TV and you can create wireless surround sound, hmm. but with picture frames. I didn't even see them. And they can be customized <laughs> and all this other stuff. I think I saw it on like NBC News or like one of those kind of things. Mm. That looked really cool. I saw that they had the uh, the Garage 56 car yep. that NASCAR brought to Le Mans. Uh, they and it had, was the actual car that raced there too. So they had which is so cool. an Indy 500 car. Oh. Um, but it was no driver's seat because it was AI driven. Mm-hmm. So they actually bought this car to Indianapolis 500 and had it do laps. And it didn't crash. Um so that was the whole thing. What was cool about this... And the fact that those things go 250 miles an hour yeah, is I don't disturbing. Know, I don't know how fast it was going, but yeah. I mean... Um, <laughs> what was cool about their display is the they have, like, they have the car, obviously, on the ground. Then the entire floor was a monitor, and the, the entire wall behind it was a monitor, and they were displaying a car driving on Indianapolis 500 from, like the underneath of the car view, so, like, the road, and the behind view. So it looked like the car was driving even though it was standing still. Oh, that is so So cool. that was, like, that was a cool um, a cool thing. Um, Peter built, I released some sort of truck that is so fucking big. Um, Holy hell. Yeah. It was, it was, I don't like, even know how to get in. Like, I know semis are huge, but No, that, that the, is the one next to it looked like a dwarf compared to that yeah. thing. Um, I, I took a picture cause the guy was standing there. I'm like, either he's four feet tall or I've never seen a semi that big in person. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, I'm trying to see. I, they had the robot bartenders, uh, that I told Phil got him out of a job. <laughs> um, the robots uh, are coming. <laughs> so there's this, this company, uh, what's 
the name of the company. It is um, Mullen. I believe it's Mullen. Um, I laughed really hard because the car looks cool. Don't get me wrong. And you could you could order it. So it's like, it's real. It looks like if you were... If you were designing a video game and you wanted to have Dodge in the game, but you couldn't license Dodge. Yep. <laughs> it looks like generic, futuristic, current car. <laughs> it, I, I, that, that is car. It's car. <laughs> I, I laughed really hard about it. Um, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to just go through. Uh, Mercedes uh, had a whole display about their future of like, I guess all of their infotainment systems mm-hmm. and they are fucking wild. Uh, they have a new headlight concept. I don't even know if it's a concept. I think it's just coming out um, where the headlight has the normal headlights and then a, a bar, like the whole front is a, an led bar. Um, when you go to put your blinker on a separate light, shoots out onto the road in front of you and then displays a moving light image of you making the turn lane thing in the, on the road, like actively on the road, like I'm turning, uh, which was just still blows my mind. I don't know how they pulled that off. And then huh. the other thing they're doing is like AI lighting where... I will say, though, it is a shame that it's on a Mercedes because the turn signals will never be used. Not even once. <laughs> I think that's why they put it there. They're like, <laughs> if, we ma- if we make it cool, people will use it. <laughs> um, the other thing they did was for safety because all these cars are getting so goddamn bright. Mm-hmm. Um, and, oh, I hate it. Yeah. So what Mercedes did was if you're driving towards me and I'm driving towards you, it'll actively turn off the LEDs that would be blinding you at full speed. So it, they don't just turn off the left of the car. They'll turn off like the spotlight of you and then move as you pass and then turn back on. Oh, that's cool. Or if you're passing a stop sign or something that's reflective, it'll turn the lights off so that you can read the sign so that it's, it's not reflecting. Huh. And it'll do it real time. So if you're moving, it doesn't just point in the direction and hope for the best. It actually, like, moves with the car. So that was cool. Hmm. Um, Forza Racing Lines. <laughs> they did have stop soon or stop up ahead. Like, if, I guess if you had GPS on, it, like, shoots on the ground, like, heads up. So, yeah, basically. <laughs> that's what. I mean, in fairness, my mom's, like, 2004. 19 GMC Acadia mm-hmm. has the heads up display. Does it? It's the coolest thing because it just has the speed. But, just enough. But if you're driving, you don't need to look down. It just has your speed on the windshield. Yeah, it's something I, I do like. That's oh, the coolest thing. I did get to fuck with the moonwalkers. I saw those. Oh, it's so fun. It looked awesome. It's so fun. It's so stupid. It's so fun. <laughs> and I love how they're like, yeah, this is mostly for factory workers. But That's like, what they're trying to say. But I was just like, if Wee! someone else wants <laughs> I was in the parking lot just fucking going. They're like, right now it's on slow mode. I'm like, turn it on high mode. <laughs> how do I turn it on high mode? They're like, we don't know if you're ready for high mode. I'm like, put it on high mode. I'm going to go. There's going to be a whole like community dedicated to overclocking those shoes when they come oh, out. Oh, absolutely. So for those who don't Zoom. know, 
moonwalkers are not skates, but not shoes that you latch onto your shoes and then you could walk like normal or if you start, if you unlock them and start actually moving, they will basically assisted move with you and the faster you walk, the faster the motors will go. So a human has a walking speed of about, at, at top speed, about three miles an hour. These shoes go up to seven miles an hour. Yeah. Oh my. So I hit those things on high speed and I started fucking going because it was in the parking lot. <laughs> they didn't want them in packs. So it was in the parking lot of packs. <laughs> Watch out, Usain Bolt. <laughs> yeah. Here I come. <laughs> oh my God, I was, I was moving. I was like, can I borrow these for the convention? I feel like I can get places. <laughs> Maybe you would have been able to see that last week. Yeah, I would, have, I would have been able to, to see everything. Um, then I found like the most generic Jeep physically possible that wasn't Jeep. It looks like if Jeep had a baby with Cybertruck. If yeah, if if Jeep uh, forgot how to make the rest of body panels and just used <laughs> like the the bolt on steel from like nineteen forties planes. It literally looks like. The drawing every kindergartner thinks when you have car. Yeah. Car. Well, Honda also did it. That's like Countach with extra steps. It, it really was. Um, what was the coolest car? There was a... An, it, I'm so bummed that we missed the Philly Auto Show. Yeah. That was this past weekend. I don't, I don't think... Do I have like the first picture of this truck? Oh, uh, there was a Bugatti there. There was just like... There. They were selling scooters. Bugatti has scooters. They do. and So I, does Fiat. Well, yeah, that's just called a Fiat car. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was like, oh, they're selling scooters. That's a Bugatti. That's a $3 million car. How much are the scooters? They're I, what, like two grand? I didn't even want to know. I, I, I refuse. I think I've seen them sold in, like, Costco. Or the Sam's scooters? Club. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. What? Let me, I'm trying to find the truck. Because I took a picture, and then we circled back, and then I took more pictures, because it was insane. Um, so, I think it was called V-Wild, or something like that, was, was the company. And their take on a cyber, like, Rivian, it was more of a Rivian, is, is a concept car, and I'm so sad it'll never actually make it out. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's no way in hell it does. So it has the suicide door, or, uh, the doors that open both out, so you could look di- just directly through the car. The truck bed folds into the back seats, so you gain about two feet of truck bed, and then the back truck like flap goes down, so you'll have about ten feet of pickup space. That's pretty good. And the windshield went from the the regular windshield all the way past the top into a moonroof. So it was like a, just one giant sheet of glass. Wow. Um, That's kind so of expensive look, to replace. If you look, you can see the, the glass all the way. Yeah, look so at that. That is so cool. Plus the way the seats were like fucking boat seats. Like the like they're not bolted down like normal seats were. They're like, like those boats where you have like that one pillar where it like looks cool, like the captain seats. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just gorgeous. This truck was gorgeous and i was like i don't want to know the price and then i was like <laughs> it's I better saw, off not knowing yeah it's, it's better off um and then they had uh micro led displays were everywhere and okay. this is the first time 
I've ever seen. Like you take a picture of a TV and it looks just like shit in comparison to the actual image. Yeah. Because, oh my God, I've never seen a TV that clear before. In in my life. There has never been the $40,000 TVs at Best Buy, all of that look like shit in comparison to micro LED TVs. Damn. Like the future... The, uh, gonna be eating good. Was it TCL? <laughs> I think TCL had a micro LED on display. It was a hundred, hundred and fifty or a hundred and sixty inch micro LED, eight K or sixteen K display. Holy crap! A, it looked real, and B, I was standing about ten feet away from this thing, so it's about the size of the wall here. Um, I was standing about this far away. It shot to an outside video, and I actively had to, like, squint and turn because it was so fucking bright (laughs) that it hurt like I was stepping outside. There's going to be that (laughs) one neighbor who has it. The whole house is glowing from the outside. You're driving by. Oh, looks like Chet's got the game on tonight. Yeah, it was... It was was some crazy stuff. That's awesome. They had some... Some crazy stuff there. Um, oh, in, in the, the airport when I was leaving, they have, uh, I guess, because the Raiders are there, they have a Raiders fan section. So it's like a store you can go into. And I took like a three-second video as I walked by because it was empty. And I was like, yeah, looks about right. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. I just that's, giggled. I just giggled great. as I walked past. I was like, yeah, no, that's it. That's that's correct. <laughs> that's that that's the joke. <laughs> yeah, that's you did it. Good job. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, no, I, I wasn't expect. Oh, here's the uh, the fucking monstrosity that was the Hyundai. Yeah, that Hyundai. looks like something straight out of Halo. Right. You know why? That's the, the tank from yeah, Halo. The, 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 the way the treads are designed. Yeah. That's literally shaped like the tank yeah. from Halo. Some engineer at Hyundai was like, <laughs> I grew up playing as Master Chief. Driving the Scorpion. They'll never know. They're too old. They'll never know. <laughs> They'll never know, and these people will never put two and two together. Right, yeah, you'll you'll never get it. Then there's like that subsection of Halo of Halo fans that's just like, eh, Scorpion. Yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> I saw it, I was like, wait a minute. I know I know what that looks like. <laughs> I have a sudden urge to fight the flood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, why do I hear chanting? There was a lot of cool stuff. Um, one of my favorite PC makers made a little tiny PC. Um, that So it looks like a normal little box. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's running a laptop processor. Um, but like not a low end. It was like pretty high end, all things considered. It was like mid high end laptop. Except there's my hand. Holy crap. Yeah. I think the whole PC is like two and a half inches by two and a half inches by like... Maybe two inches. The first picture you showed me, I'm like, yeah, it just looks like a regular, just a normal regular PC. And then yeah, you put my hand PC, there. You know, like probably if you wouldn't yet. It's about this big. Uh, actually, from the square, yeah, it's about that big. Is the whole PC? That's wild, and it, that's almost that's slightly bigger than my like my CPU. Yeah, and th- there's a whole that's a whole computer there. So that I thought that so was wrong. That was wild for like. Yeah, you could take a laptop, but like it's also cool that I could toss that in a bag and have like a whole PC just 
in a two inch package. I know you just updated the streaming computer. <laughs> I know. Well, th- that's more powerful, but uh, oh, which yeah. which is also a thing on our list. It seems to be great. Yeah, <laughs> I think it looks great. The new overlay looks fantastic. Yeah, I love that. Um, I should probably add the Twitch icon to the socials, but like but you're watching Twitch. it on Twitch, so yeah. you should know already. Yeah. Unless you're watching it on YouTube, but you know. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think it's all working good. I think um, I really like the, the ease of use. Um, mm-hmm. You know, how, uh, how everything is kind of laid out. Yeah, and, and for, for those of you who are maybe missed out on the conversation, Joe recently bought an Elgato Stream Link. What is it called? I think it's the Cam Link Pro. Okay, Cam is, Link is what Pro. it's called because they were. I guess they're discontinuing it because they're probably releasing a 4K version. Uh, but we don't stream 4K because it's Twitch. No. Um, so the Cam Link 4K has four camera inputs, uh, but it's all connected to a PCI bus, and they're all one like connector. So. Uh, when we set up multiple cameras, we could actually switch back and forth uh, or do multi-view or all that kind of cool stuff mm-hmm. just directly from here uh, instead of what we were doing before, which was three Cam Link 4Ks, but they would always change which one is plugged in. So af- before every show would and be And they like, were always named the exact same thing. <laughs> so it's it's 15 minutes before every single show of trying to figure out what camera goes where <laughs> yeah and now it's hey it's uh input three that we use as the main one right right okay yeah. cool yeah there you go plug in good to go so it's uh it's good to go plus we have storage here now so yeah we could uh record our episodes and then immediately put them on youtube instead of recording them downloading them from twitch at a worse quality and then uploading yeah <laughs> recording downloading then re-uploading yeah and all the fun stuff. Because I like making things difficult. <laughs> right? Got to go through like 15 steps before it's correct. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, we, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, I actually bought something during our break. You did. I brought, uh, bought myself a direct drive wheel for iRacing. The difference between a direct drive wheel and any other standard, like the Logitech wheels or anything like that, is those are belt and gear driven. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know gears and belts that pull on it and they give you the force feedback and all that kind of stuff. It's good. It's definitely what you want to start out with mm-hmm. before you, you know, put any money into the hobby or anything like that. Oh, definitely. Fantastic starter wheel. The G G29, G920 are kind of like the the you know, the standard you, this is your first wheel if you want to get into sim racing yep. or any sort of driving simulator in general. That's your go-to. Yep. Then once you do that, you're like, okay, cool. I like the wheel. The wheel works. The wheel is nice. The wheel is good. <laughs> then you buy. Oh, praise the wheel. Yeah. <laughs> then you go and you buy load cell pedals, which the standard pedals that you get for like the G, you know, the G series from Logitech or whatever. Um, there's just like a little accelerometer in there and it's yep. just, okay, cool. You know, you, little, you put your foot down. You it's put, a little spring. Yeah, it, that's all it is. Load cells are heavier springs. They're adjustable and they're made to give you more force mm. so you could be more precise 
with your breaking going into, into the corner. You can get down more. You can break quicker and be more steady and consistent and all that. It uses a lot of pressure. Mm-hmm. I think I have five pound, two five-pound springs on my wheel, but I can go up to two 10-pound springs. Yeah. So, like, you really have to push hard to get it to break, but it's like driving a real race car. Right. Once you get the load cell pedals and you want to upgrade, then you look into getting a direct drive wheel, mm-hmm. which a direct drive wheel is literally computer, USB cable, motor. And yeah. attached to that motor is your steering wheel. Is you. <laughs> there's no, <laughs> there's no gears or like you know belts that pull the wheel or the gear or anything like that. It is an engine. Mm-hmm. And I just watched a video of someone breaking their hands. Yeah, it happens, yeah. especially on once you get like the higher like 15, 20, 25 newton meter wheels. Mm-hmm. Those things are deadly. Yeah. That's why you do not want to, you, literally, you, if you crash in the game. Don't put your thumbs in. You very well could break your wrist. I, saw, it was, I just watched a video of a guy breaking, I think, two of his fingers because he was holding it wrong and crashed and didn't let go. Yep. So. Yep. And if you see in-car camera uh, wrecks in NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, when they hit the wall, they let go and they hold their arms to themselves, mm. that is the exact same feeling you get in the car, or in, mm-hmm. you know, out on your computer. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I got a new wheel. I am so excited, and I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, you got me, you got me wheel jealous. It is. <laughs> I Wait. am still on the beginning. <laughs> um, it is... So good. I got the Asetek Tony Kanon uh, bundle. Yeah. Actually, I didn't get the bundle. I got the wheel and uh, wheelbase. Right, because you already have the I already have the pedals. I don't need the pedals. Yeah. It is Micro Center exclusive, and it's 12 Newton meters, whereas the other starters are like 5 and 9. Yeah. This one is 12. I can handle it at 10. I was going to say, do you go to 12? I, I'm i like, you know what? I got to see what it's like. <laughs> so I did the NASCAR cars at Daytona and threw it all the way up to 12. There's low torque mode, which ends at 8, mm-hmm. and high torque mode that allows you to go to 9 plus. Right now, my comfort zone is like 9.5. Do you have it set to disable on crash? No. You just Th- there's no it. way to do that. Oh, there's not. There's, I know th- on certain games there are. They actually, some there are. They actually there is. Uh, re- iRacing has like reduced force on low speed. Mm. So if you're just like stopped and your car doesn't have um, power steering. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Usually it's good luck, but with the reduced force, it's like, oh, okay, cool. I'm good. Yeah. I nah, did. Make a, me hurt. I did a <laughs> lap around Daytona. And my arms felt like they were about to fall off <laughs> because the track's bumpy and the wheel the entire time is just... <laughs> oh, that's right, the bumps. And on top of that, my wheel stand is not made for a direct drive wheel. Especially not 12. Because I bought it for my old wheel that had like zero force and it literally just was a clamp. Yeah. This I had to bolt in. Well, I buy the wheel, I drive out to Micro Center. There's a Micro Center like half an hour from my house over in Pennsylvania. So I drive out, pick it up, come back. I sit down, I open up the box. I'm like, oh, this is so pretty. I can't wait to set it up. 
you need hardware for it mm. because Assetek wants you to buy their mounting kits. Ah, so there's no hardware. So I'm like, huh? All right, I guess I'll just go to Home Depot. So I drive out to Home Depot, get there, and it's like it's metric because mm. they're they're mm. based out of some European country. I forget exactly where. Yeah. So it's metric. So I'm looking for like specific metric bolts, but I don't know how deep the bolt is. <laughs> so I bought like four different lengths of bolt. So I get in and then I look at my wheelbase or my, my wheel stand. Assetek is fairly new to the market. Mm-hmm. They're not using the standard bolt pattern wow. that Fanatec uh, Moza uses. and all the other ones use. So I had to have it slightly off kilter <laughs> and like put a bolt where like, it's just kind of a design aspect and not really like a place where you should be screwing things in. Yeah. Had to do it that way. So the wheel was like kind of off kilter and I'm like, huh. all right, I guess I have to buy the, the mounting plate for it. Yeah. So I buy the mounting plate that comes like three days later. Also from Micro Center, even though I could have picked it up when I was at Micro Center in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Had to, uh, and it came with all the screws and the brackets and the nuts and the washers and everything. I still didn't have the right, like, the perfect placement <laughs> for it. So it's in, like, a little, like, vent area. It's kind of, like, stuck in because this, I got the bottom mount, and it's supposed to fit on, like, an actual extruded aluminum rig. Wow. Right, because Micro Center does, like, the the whole real stream like mm-hmm. make the box and the the cockpit and the whole oh i spent way too much time because i'll I, you know i'll get to that in a second <laughs> so i i you know get it i get it all set up i have the nuts i i wound up grabbing some washers just to be safe to make sure there's enough surface area mm-hmm. to, to pin it down and it works great now only issue is since i'm so tall mm-hmm. the wheel stand is a little bit out of where it should be so it rattles a lot. <laughs> so I have to have the wheel stand kind of propped on my desk, which is wood. Yeah. I moved my wheel stand the other day. It's all chopped up. There are gouges in my desk oh. that were not there before I had this wheel. Oh, yeah. I could, I, could, I saw that coming. <laughs> um, but when I bought it, I went out, drove out to Micro Center, and I'm like, all right, I know exactly what I want. I am either getting the Moza R9 bundle mm-hmm. or doing the Assetek one. Right. Same price. And I'm like, all right, well, it's more power for the Tony Kanon one. Right. And it's a GT style wheel as opposed to the NASCAR wheel, which next week I'm going to bring the actual wheel in mm-hmm. so you could like see how it looks. And there's, there's so many buttons. I, I can't keep track of what I saved to what. That's what I was worried about. I'm like, that's too many. I have a VR headset on. I can't look down and see them. I only have to go on feel. <laughs> yeah. And there's like, there are three rotary encoders. Mm. There are two multi-encoders where it's rotary and like omnidirectional up, down, left, right. That's so many buttons. And you push it in. So it literally does like four functions on one button and there's two of them. That's, that's too many. Plus there's six more like rolling encoders. So, and it literally, it's like, like a fidget. Like you just like push it forward. It uh, just, just clicks. Yeah. So it's just like satisfying. Oh, it's so good. And then there are four, eight, 12, 12 plus just regular push buttons. Just just good old buttons. The two flappy panels in the back, 
and there's a space to add two more flappy panels if you want to. Huh. So you could have like a second clutch or like a like a dual clutch kind of thing. Yeah. It's insane the amount of stuff that's there. Oh, that's wild. Uh so I go to Micro Center and at first I'm like, all right, I'm on their website. It says the you know, the sim racing department is here. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, they have a sim racing department. This is going to be wild. So I go in, they move things around apparently, and they don't keep everything out on the floor. Yeah, no, not everything. Which, understandable. But then I saw the rig. <laughs> they have a full-on Tony Kanon rig set up in the middle of the store. Triples, super professional, like direct drive wheel, like a full cockpit, shifter, everything. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I sit down and it was like the Ferrari at like the spa, at a, a spa. And I'm just ripping laps in this. I'm like, oh, this is the best thing ever. And it's got like the full <laughs> like three pedal load cell outfit and everything. I'm just like, oh, this is my dream right here. <laughs> this is basically a real car. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm putting up laps and it, it was so much fun because I went to the guy and he's like, I'm like, yeah, I want to buy a steering. He was like, I hope you know what you want. Cause I don't know anything about this. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> at least he's honest. I'm like, don't worry. I'll make it easy for you. Assetek, Tony Kanan. He's like, sure. <laughs> yup. So he pulls it up. He prints it out. He's like, all right, hang out for 20 minutes and go to the front. It'll be up there. Yeah. So I just did laps around spa and <laughs> oh, no, walked I have around. to sit here and play this more. I was playing with some microphones that they had. They had yeah. like the retro style microphone. And I'm like, it's funny. Last time I was there, I played with that I one love too. This. It's like <laughs> 150 bucks. I said the same. Thing. I don't need it, but God, I love this thing <laughs> I, so much. I said, as Bronson, I said the same exact thing when we went, he's like, what do you need that for? I'm like, I don't, it's just so cool. <laughs> it's literally the design. I want my tattoo to be <laughs> like, that's the literally the microphone. I want the tattoo of. I want to get a Bob Barker tat, um, microphone. Those are so cool. Yeah, just like the little stick ones that are like eight feet long for no reason. Yeah, eight feet long, and the 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 top of the mic is like this tiny. Yes, <laughs> a little quarter of an inch. Um, I'd like to make one out of just make it like hilariously stupidly long. <laughs> like like I want like I want like a four and a half foot long Bob Barker microphone, where it's just like. It's just like quarter inch aluminum that is like over another microphone, like one of the regular bo- like Bob Barker ones. Just make it, Joe. Hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> hear me out. Microphone grown too. Oh god! And every time you turn to interview someone, <laughs> have it double sided like a freaking Darth Maul. <laughs> the, the wires in the middle. <laughs> So I have a question. I, I, okay. I, I wrote this down like, I guess a month and a half ago, give or take. <laughs> okay. When This is for the chat as well. When you drive, what feet do you use? To, like, what position do you rest your foot at? Do you rest it on the gas side? Or on the brake side and then lean your foot over to the gas? Or do you do gas and then lean over to the brake? Which foot do you do? Gas, right? I, it's Everyone's different. Yeah, because I don't really... 
so here's my caveat. So I'm literally, I'm sitting here as if I'm driving and I'm in my driving position. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And yeah, it's gas. Yeah, gas. So on my Jeep, it's brake. But on the Nissan, it's gas. Because there's a little lip on my Jeep where if I put my foot where the gas would be, eventually my foot slides away because it's not flat. So I end up eventually basically like this, where my foot's near the gas or near the brake, but I'm tapping on the gas and I'm driving like normal. And then when I have to step on my brakes, it's right there fast. Hmm. So it's like reverse, uh, the, what is it? Teal, uh, Toe heel, heel toe. Yeah, it's like reverse. Yeah, it's, so it's toe heel into the heel toe. Yeah, I'm I'm t- I'm toe healing. <laughs> I I just I thought it because I was thinking about it one day. I'm like, how does everybody else drive? Because I know like when I'm when I'm in eye racing and it it's like my brain switches somewhere completely different because all of a sudden I'm really good with two feet. Brake it's and wild, drive. right? But then I get onto like regular roads and I'll do two feet and my car is just like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Same. Stop, go, stop, go. Brake I- hard, fast, slow. <laughs> yeah. And the opposite is true too. Where oh, if try you try one, one foot. Yeah, no, it doesn't work. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. And I'm right-handed and right-footed. <laughs> so like you would think me getting on the brake on, with my right foot would just be like, boom, done. Mm-hmm. Perfect stop. Nope, doesn't work. No, it's just like, ugh, I can't push the gas pedal, the brake yeah. pedal down. You can't do it at the same time. It just doesn't work. My brain, my brain keeps it too different. It's like, nope, you get that one at home and you get that one on the road and they don't mix. <laughs> and I, That's I don't, why I could never drive a race car in real life. Well, I think, again, I think that would be different because I think what it came down to for me was the speed. When I'm racing... I'm mostly using the gas and then I'm tapping the brakes to get into a turn or I'm pushing on a brakes to avoid an accident or whatever. But I'm not like in traffic where I have to gradually slow down to zero or two. I'm going from like 180 to like 140. Yeah. Like at no point am I below 100. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I crashed. But at that point, my foot is firmly down on the brakes Anyway. <laughs> and just be glad you don't have a direct drive wheel. <laughs> right. Well, I do want a direct drive wheel. Which, tech. which we bought up today. That, there, yeah. that Turtle Beach might Turtle, be. So Turtle Beach. Out of all the companies. The people who make, you know, the Player 2 controller. You know Like the weird? Mad Cats what's, of our generation. <laughs> I think we bought Mad Cats. Anyway. They probably did. They, um, they actually, as of right now, are the highest rated uh, flight cockpit like things mm-hmm. which is weird because i thought logitech had a lock on that well thrustmaster has some good ones too yes but apparently turtle beach for like i guess for the sim side of things not the flight ones not like the the fighter just like the normal like i'm gonna play like flight simulator and i'm I gonna need, fly a 737 yeah, yeah. omnibus like uh, <laughs> uh, apparently they are throw. they are like the top I so, did not know that. Yeah, so they they Bob sent me today just released their new or I guess they almost released their It's their it's new, coming soon, TM. 
I like all the features for the price. Um, it's got like a big screen with like all the friggin' yeah. It's got a screen on the wheel, which does not happen. No, well, they they do have screens on the wheels, but they're usually just like shift now or whatever. Yeah, but this is like. A freaking heads-up display from your car where, like, you can see your warning lights. I'm like, what, what do they have? Low tire pressure on that bitch? Like, what do we got? And they probably yes, do. Yes, they did. I looked at one of the images. <laughs> it had everything. I'm like, great. That's what I need. The fucking check engine light to come on on my sim racer. Like, <laughs> fuck you, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's got that. It's got a whole button box, which is insane. I think that's With my the toggle switches and the button. I think it's that's so my cool. favorite part. Is that it has like four toggle switches with like the the RU shore flippers, um, like I'm launching nuclear codes, uh, and it has like the start stop button, like a real engine. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like that, and they made it detachable, so you could actually move it to like somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so we'll see because right now, everyone on Reddit and all of the sim racer um, like fa- uh, Facebook groups are all. Like, it's really cool. Well, it looks, well, it's apparently split. Some people are like, it's hideous. Worst thing I've ever seen. They said that about the, uh, the, the Azatec wheel as well. And then some people are like, I think it looks really nice. And then other people like me, where I'm like, it looks cool, but they were really light on the specs of like what it does. They kind of just made like a couple sentences of like, look how cool this thing is with the space age design and leather. And I'm like, What's the performance? <laughs> oh, it's oh, this one is written in a different language. Yeah. Give us marketing ease. <laughs> yeah, I was like, give us the numbers. We're here for the numbers. Welcome to the Sim Racer community, Turtle Beach. We're glad you're here because competition is great. We want numbers. <laughs> so it's exciting. We'll see where it goes. Yeah, I'm. I'm really looking forward to it. I. We'll never say no to a new manufacturer when it comes to sim racing gear, especially direct drive. Yeah. And making it so it's a good, even if it's not like, you know, like the starter one, but a good, you know, so from- a good entry level direct drive because Fanatec, their customer service is garbage. Yeah, that's what I've been hearing. People, I have seen so many people have issues with Fanatec. They had a big Black Friday sale. Mm-hmm. People ordered on Black Friday, said it would be shipped by December, mm-hmm. are still waiting for their wheels and base and everything to the point where they got emails a few weeks ago saying that it won't be ready until May. Oh, that's if they get it. I'm surprised. And they bought it of, in November. A lot of people are getting them canceled. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm interested because as of right now, I, I found a Reddit uh, post about the page and apparently there were like a handful of insiders that are like, they just lifted the embargo so I could finally talk about it. They apparently started at 14 and then kept rolling it down, I guess, through testing. And so right now they think they landed at around nine. Okay. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, if it's nine for that price... I'm probably it that that would be an instant buy because it comes with load cell pedals too. Right, because unlike you, I'm still so I'm running a G27, which mm-hmm. is from 2007. <laughs> if um, you want my wheel, I will give it to you. But well, it mine still works. I found uh, some guy over some guy overclocked his. So because of course he took it apart. He replaced the power supply with a higher power supply, which 
did like yeah, 1% or 2%, but then uh, opened it up and then like really modified it, oh like, like added more power, like legit more power. Um, and I was like, yeah, but it's still a belt drive, so it still slides. So the, the biggest yeah. issue, um, for those of you who don't know wheels or anything like that, when you have a belt drive, um, if you're starting to crash or whatever and you just hold the wheel really tight, the belt will start to slip. So you're not going to get pulled by the wheel. You're pulling the wheel. And then if you do that long enough, eventually it'll start burning out because you're making it not move correctly. Mm-hmm. So chip a gear, or chip a tooth yeah, in, chip, the, in, the, so in the belt. Whatever. That's a thing that happens because you're just, there's not a lot of power because it's just at the end of the day, a piece of rubber somewhere that's just being pulled by two gears with direct drive. There is no anything between it. It's a gear and then you. So when that thing says, I want to jiggle or turn left, you don't hold on because it's gonna go left. Um, so that's like, that's a big difference. So I'm my biggest still... fear is wheel to wheel collisions. <laughs> Cause that's how that guy broke his hand. <laughs> that was it, in, in a formula one oh. car and wheel to wheel collisions. Yeah. That's what it was because rubber uh, yeah. bounces and yeah. wheels. And Cause it physics. was formula one. He had the little Y like bow tie thing. So, um, but yeah, I, I still run a G 27, which is, Getting to be a pain in the ass because it was never meant for Windows 10. <laughs> the way uh, you have to set up your wheel. Shut up. When we stream <laughs> on my YouTube channel of us racing, we usually say, okay, cool. Eight o'clock, we'll go live. All right, you ready to start at seven? Yeah. Just so we're maybe ready for 8.30. Yeah, I got it. There's a lot of setup to get a wheel from, from 2007 working in Windows 11. Yeah. Meanwhile, um, I'm just like... All right, I guess I'll just do some AI racing while I wait. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's getting to the point where I, I need an upgrade, and I started looking, and it's like, how much do I want to spend? And then I was like, 1200 1300 because I need wheels, and I need a pedal, and I need uh, a shift. Like, I need everything. Yeah. It's, well, you don't need the shifter. I don't I, need I know you anymore. want the shifter. It's just but you never need the shifter because... 90% of the cars in iRacing, unless you're driving some of the older stuff yeah. or the NASCAR stuff, are, in real life anyway, yeah, the, the the flappy paddles. Even then, you could still drive the, the H pattern stuff yeah. with the flappy paddle. That's what I do. Yeah, I know. I just, in my brain, I'm like, the arcade in me is like, I like the shifter. <laughs> it's satisfying to do the thing. Mm-hmm. But... Even nowadays with like the manual cars, they're not six speed anymore. They're like eight. Yeah. So it's like, I'm going to buy a five speed. I'm still, I'm behind the curve here. Yeah. What do I do for the last two gears? Use the paddles anyway. <laughs> it's like, okay, cool. I'm in eight or I'm in fifth. Well, NASCAR's in five gears. Yeah. And even then that's, uh, I forget where, uh, it's just bump. Mm. Or it's like, okay, shifting down, shifting oh, up. And so, they pull. so they, they went arcade style. Up, 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 down, down, down. Yeah. <laughs> so o- only the Cup Series. Mm, Trucks so. and Xfinity are still four. So yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm torn. So I was always back and forth. But it's like I don't want to spend a ton. Hmm. I have never seen that before. Me either. USB mode is apparently connecting. <laughs> Interesting. 
Well, this is new. <laughs> <laughs> Joe's going to take a look at that. Oh. <laughs> first for everything. This is literally the first time we've ever had this issue. <laughs> but now, you know, we use Elgato <laughs> for the camera. And let's see if this is able to come back on. Granted, we have been doing this now for an hour and a half. No, it's back into USB mode. <laughs> if you uh if you missed that Joe said which is weird because there is no USB connected. I am genuinely confused to how this is going. If you're a, if you're a podcast listener right now, you are very confused. I'm just as confused. And I would be giving you a play-by-play at the moment, but currently it's a black screen. Joe is checking all of the bits and pieces of the camera. <laughs> Even the camera was just like, no, we're, we're done. <laughs> now, now just give the, the Nintendo uh, cartridge treatment. Hey, listen. Just blow on it, see if it works, you know. And uh, apparently uh, Purple Prince said uh, there are a couple times during the stream as well that the camera froze for like half a second. And also on our side of the things, it does say welcome to the chat room like half a million times. So, well, Joe has been having some network problems <laughs> as of late. And I think the, uh, the camera is being affected, even though it's not a smart device. <laughs> but I feel like that's a pretty good uh, jumping off point. That way. <laughs> the camera's like, guys, you're done. You're you're, you're done. <laughs> and so I have been welcomed. <laughs> uh, no, Phil. <laughs> Phil said that. Um, but yeah, it's been. This has been a really fun episode. I'm glad to have us back. Um, maybe we'll try to get the camera one last shot. Working on it. I watched the, the lens pop out. I'm just like, nope, I'm going back. Went and hibernated for the winter. All right, well, that's weird. Um, Looks like the last minute of the episode is <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Grandpa, I'm tired. Well, that's too damn bad. <laughs> well, that's new. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen that one before. Nope. Going to have to figure that out. And neither have you as I point to the camera that's not working. <laughs> um, but yeah, this has been a uh, very fun uh, can you tell it's been the first time in like six weeks that we've done this show? What's crazy is we still have so many things to talk about. Right? <laughs> well, we're going to have some uh, some fun next week. Uh, we got a few fun things planned as well. We are going to be doing a stream one of these days of uh, One Deck Galaxy. Yes. We picked them up at PAX. Was chatting with the game makers there for a little bit as well. So uh, going to be a lot of fun. Theater of Mind Twitch stream? I mean... Yeah. It's radio. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah, well, we're doing it. <laughs> well, just uh, in post, I'll just add us moving our hands wildly in the air, talking Shitty about nothing. Paint drawing. <laughs> <laughs> just stick figure. Just a stick figure for the last. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so. But yeah, so this has been a lot of fun. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us. Uh, all the social media is right there. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Haven't really posted anything on there in a while. 
Um, also, wherever you find podcasts, we are there. Uh, Spotify, Apple, all the good ones as well. Uh, special thanks to everyone hanging out with us. Phil in the chat as well. And for one final time, I'm Bob. I'm Joe. It's been the Tabletop Trio Podcast. Have a great night. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you.